Hi, welcome to the Full-Time Podcast with Todd and Tyler. I'm Todd, and across from me is... I am Tyler, your co-host. Um, basically, uh, a quick introduction of our podcast. Um, basically, what we're going to be focusing on is um, anything related to the Premier League. Um, we're going to focus on key transfers, not only in the Premier League, but around the world and the other uh, leagues. We're going to give you uh, Champions League predictions um, as that gets closer, and we'll break down the games and... Uh, just give you anything Champions League related. Uh, we're going to talk about the MLS and uh, the issues with the American soccer soccer system. And uh, there, a lot of them. There's a lot of issues uh, in America. And uh, each week that passes, um, we'll just go and dive into that a little bit at a time. Um, Tyler's going to give us some Bundesliga coverage uh, each week. And you um, want to share something about that real quick? I do have a. A small sample. It's not any breaking news, but I did. Uh, I did do the uh, the all Bayern Munich team, all the greats for that, in a four-four-two uh, formation. But we'll touch on that later. We're gonna give you uh, some coverage of the EFL uh, Championship, the league uh, below uh, the uh, English Premier League. Um, we're going to focus on the World Cup as that gets closer. Um, definitely when the summertime comes, we're definitely going to focus on mostly the World Cup because uh, that's going to be a great tournament. Um, and we'll, we'll touch on that, like I said. Um, no Italy this year. No Italy. What the USA? I'm sorry, Gigi. I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to talk about um, at the end of uh, the Premier League and the uh, Bundesliga at the end of the year for those leagues. Uh, we're going to give our predictions of who we think should make team of the year for those leagues. Uh, we're going to focus on the FA Cup. We're going to focus on the um, Carabao League Cup. And then we'll just bring you any uh, breaking soccer news. And um, basically our podcast is going to be once a week, either on Tuesdays and Fridays. And today's date is uh, Friday, um, the 26th. January 26th. 2018. So um, we're going to give a little introductions of ourselves. Um, like I said earlier, my name is Todd. And um, my, my favorite club is um, Manchester United. And I might get a lot of sick of this because pe- people call them the Yankees of soccer. <laughs> and it seems like they have a never-ending amount of I feel of like money. that's more Real Madrid. Yeah, Real Madrid or Manchester City or PSG. You know, Barcelona. That, Barcelona, yeah. And uh, we're, we're diving into that later. And... Uh, that that oil money, uh, that oil money is uh, great for PSG and Man City, but uh, I got into uh, Manchester United in 2006. I was watching uh, the England national team uh, in the World Cup, and uh, the commentators were talking about David Beckham. And uh, at the time, David Beckham was playing for Real Madrid. He just left uh, Manchester United, but they kept talking about him and how great he was at Manchester United. So. That that just link just listening to them talk about how great David Beckham was at Manchester United and just how he was having a great tournament. So that's basically how I got uh, into Manchester United and how I got into soccer. And I guess as you can tell, uh, England's my favorite national team. So I'm hoping for big things at the World Cup. But you know they haven't won a World Cup since '66. So. Can't, can't expect a lot, and uh, Tyler, how about you tell us about uh, yourself? Okay, so I'm Tyler. I am the co-host and co-founder of this uh, great idea of a podcast. <coughs> uh, my favorite club is a, is a rival of Todd's in the Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. 
I have been a fan for nine months, <laughs> but uh, I fell in love with a great game. Uh, there's not much I don't like about soccer other than the uh, the big spending of other teams, but... PSG, Man City, Real Madrid, yeah, Barcelona. All the Yankees, Dodgers of the the football world, not the pigskin world. Uh, my favorite national team is Belgium because of my boys at Tottenham, Jan Vertonghen and Toby Alderweireld. Great defenders, and I mean, not not only the defense for Belgium, I mean... You look at the very midfield. strong attacking core. You look at the midfield. They got Kevin De Bruyne, Edine Hazard, and then like you said up top, they got uh, Ronaldo Lukaku, Manchester United striker uh, Christian Benteke, who's not really doing much yeah, at. He's uh, ass. At <laughs> he can he can sit. Uh, they have Dres Martins, who plays uh, at Napoli, who they transformed from a midfielder now to a really good. Uh, Center forward. Definitely so. top flight player. And then you, you look at the goalie. They got uh, Courtois, uh, Chelsea's goalie. So, I mean. Uh, a lot I gotta, of Premier League talent. Yeah, I got to imagine uh, that they're going to be favorites for this World Cup. And uh, can't wait. To, they don't have an easy group. They don't. <laughs> yeah, England and, uh, and Belgium is going to be, uh, it's gonna be a an really, classic. really good game. And, uh, Unless it's a Germany-Brazil blowout. Yeah. But, but we'll as that. I get closer, we're, we're focused on the World Cup. Um so for tonight, um, what we're going to focus on, uh, we're going to start off with um, who, who we think uh, has won the transfer window, even though it's not shut yet. Uh, there's still a couple more days, but um, I think unless something dramatic happens, uh, I think it's safe to say who we think um, has won uh, the transfer window. And me personally, I, I think Barcelona has won this transfer yeah. window. Uh, you, you signed Philippe Coutinho from Liverpool. Um that's I mean, huge. He's just a world class player, and uh, I, I think just you you add a player of his caliber to your team, and he's just going to do amazing things. He's going to assist to mm-hmm. Suarez. He's going to assist to Messi, and he he scores plenty of world class goals himself. So uh, that was just a great signing by Liverpool. Uh, sorry, Barcelona. Um, and at the same time, I mean, I, I think Liverpool should have held on to him. I mean, he wasn't happy and everything. And I think he, with the World Cup coming up, Liverpool could have got so much more money for him if they would have sold him in the summertime. I think they rushed the transfer. I, I think so, too. And they said they tried all they could to keep Phil at Liverpool, but he, he just wanted to go. He said this was his dream, and uh, he, he got his wish. I mean, Liverpool got paid, don't get me wrong, but... I think that the price could have been a lot higher. I, I, I don't, honestly, I don't think they'll miss him. They'll miss the money. But, you know, you look at the numbers and the the uproar that Mohamed Salah has created in the Premier League yeah, this I, year. I agree. Is, He's a big I didn't see it coming. Cool. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of people did. I mean, when he was at Chelsea... Uh, he didn't do much uh, at Chelsea, and then they they got rid of him right away to uh, Roma. And man, he I mean he let uh, lit the league over there uh, on fire and put them on notice. Yeah, and uh, Liverpool got a bargain for him, and now he's 
He's raised the game for Liverpool, yeah. and like you said, that's I, an understatement. He's, I he's a class player. I don't. I don't think uh, Liverpool's gonna miss him, like you said, uh, Coutinho. That is because they've got great players in Mane and Firmino and Salah, and then Oxley Chamberlain, who they poached from Arsenal over the summer, is coming. He's lighting up. Yeah, and um, you can't. It's hard to stack a defense that has against. A team that has so much pace, so much striking capability from a midfield, and then the defense, the signings of Van Dyke, who yeah. had an awful game <laughs> against Swansea City. Yeah. But, you know. He, he did score uh, the, the winning goal in the derby. He did score. His, yeah, and, uh, yeah, he did. That, that, that was a beautiful header, and uh, he, I think, I think 75 million uh, pounds. You, you you gotta just forget the price tag because the transfer market's all messed up like, like we've been saying with Real Madrid and PSG and Man City just spending crazy amount of money on people and you know that's just the growing greater um, world class players and that's what Van Dyke is. I mean, it's a bargain in a way compared to what Man City has played yeah, paid yeah. for their backfield. Yeah, where it's come to the point where Benjamin Mendy. Barely sees the pitch. Yeah, from Monaco, left back. And Yellow, uh, <laughs> too. They has exploded onto the scene. Yeah. John Stones had a great run in the cha- in the uh, the Champions League group stage. Uh, not so hot now, Man especially the with league. the signing of Laporte. Yeah, and I mean, that's big news. Um, they're calling for the medical to take place uh, Monday, and uh, they paid his release clause, which I believe is uh, $55 million, uh Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, when you spend over $300 million on defense, uh, you, you better be keeping clean sheets basically every game. And uh, They've definitely kept the pressure off Ederson and his neck tattoo vortex yeah. when you have such a great back line. And, God damn, they're in midfield. A, they're great offensively. Fernandinho yeah, is... I think he's such a good. Uh, yeah, he's such an underrated player. And it's, it's hard to root against him. <laughs> it's it's like he's a really likable guy. Yeah. A great Brazilian. Be uh, interesting to see if he makes the World Club uh, World Cup squad for Brazil. I mean, I think he will. But that that's all I'm gonna say about that yeah. is that I just think he will. Yeah. I want him to is more of what I what, what I should be want, saying. Yeah. I want see him see to more make Premier it. League uh, players playing for the national teams and everything and. Um, I might be biased, but I do think the Premier League is the best league in the world. And yeah. you, you, you look at all the other top four leagues, if you want to say, um, if you want to say that the French leagues. It is not league. I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you uh, came into that. I don't. I don't think League One is is a is a top tier league when you have the Bundesliga, Serie A, uh, the Premier League. Uh, it's just it's the quality of play. Yeah, I mean the teams aren't over there in France. I mean yeah. you got Lyon, you have PSG, you you have Monaco, uh, you have uh, see see that's bad when you're drawing blanks like that when you can't name more teams and everything. Uh, yeah, the only the only other team I would put in there is probably. Bordeaux is average. Yeah, at average, best. Uh, Nice, Nice is uh, yeah. a decent team, I guess. Um, 
Yeah, there's, there's not many competition for PSG. I mean, every year PSG wins wins that league. and uh... Yeah, I, I've looked back, and in the last 10 years, the only other teams that have even come close is Lyon. <laughs> yeah. And Mar- Mar- Marseille, Monaco. Marseille is another team. Yeah, Mar- Mar- Marseille. Up there, Marseille. Top, uh, That's top a good team. one. It's just the talent in the players is is uncomparable to the Premier League and the Bundesliga, especially when you're trying to name superpowers yeah. and good teams. There's only one superpower in PSG. Yep. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, uh, that that's it. Yeah. It's, it's as simple as that. I'm sorry if you're a, a League One fan, but I mean it's the truth. I cut. mean, uh, and until. Which will probably never happen, but until these other teams start bringing in money like PSG, they're not going to be able to compete. And uh, you can't blame them when you're just bringing all that oil money. Um, yeah. Going back there to um, the transfer window, um, I think some uh, key transfers I look at myself personally. Uh, I think Ross Barkley going to Chelsea is going to benefit Chelsea, just adding another midfielder. Right. At a time there, Barkley was looking like he might get ahead of Deli Alley in the England mm-hmm. squad, but uh, he has an attitude problem and injuries have dampened him for this season and everything. So hopefully he can rediscover his form uh, at Chelsea and. <coughs> Get playing time, unlike Danny Drinkwater has. What a name! And uh, <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully Ross. Uh, Do you think Drinkwater's at at the end of his time in Chelsea? Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. They 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 paid a uh, big transfer fee for. Yeah, him they and, did. Uh, but Chelsea's not one to care about money. They're, they're not. Uh, they care about the quality of play they have in their that players. That is true, and. Uh, Anatovic, uh, the Russian owner for Chelsea, um, he's not a, he's uh, he's not going to be patient with you. So I mean, if you're not performing, I mean, he, he will cut his losses with you, and uh, that goes for the managers, as mm-hmm. we saw with Jose Mourinho, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that and everything. Uh, <laughs> I have some uh, I, have a, I have a question about Jose Mourinho yeah, when right. we get there. No, 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 I'll, I'll wait till we get there. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, I'm just hoping that Ross just. Uh, just for himself, that he, he can rediscover his form and uh, he'd get picked for the England squad and help England as best as he can. Um, <coughs> Sorry. I think uh, an- another signing that I look at is um, Arsenal losing Theo Walcott uh, to Everton. and um, He had a great game. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he has he, his pace, and yeah, you might want to call him one-dimensional, but, you know, I think that's exactly what... Everton needed was pace. I mean, you look at their players, Sigurdsson, Rooney, they are not pacey guys in, in the Especially midfield. Especially uh, Sigurdsson. Yeah, and uh, you had Walcott, who was one of the fastest players at Arsenal, um, if not the fastest. I know there's always that debate who's faster, Hector Bellerin or... I think I think Bellerin was, just because he's like, what right back has, is so fast? Yeah, I mean... That stays as a right back. It stays, yeah. Because Gareth Bale was a back. Yep, he right. moved up. Yeah. And to touch on what we were talking about off mic, uh, Sigurdsson for Fulham yeah. might be Fulham. the best back in that league. Yeah. The he is EFL the top scorer for Fulham. Yeah, I know. A defender. Like that is sad, but great, goals. I guess. Yeah. Nine if, goals. if, I mean, 
I hope he comes to Tottenham. Yeah, and uh, I mean, uh, everybody's chasing this kid. He's 17, 18 years old, and he, he's tearing the league up. And mm-hmm. as a defender, to score nine goals already, and the season's not even over. It's halfway to being done. So who's to say that he doesn't double then at 18 goals as a defender, which I don't think is possible. But and he, that league's uh, oh, well, I'm not gonna say the the league's up for grabs. Yeah, uh, Wolves. The Wolves Wolf seem to have that yeah. blocked up. Yeah, that's what I think too. But, but the, the, the top happen. five teams, or the uh, the so second, much. the six teams, is only separated by maybe eight to nine points. Yeah, and uh, the league changes so uh, so, so much, and uh, we, we saw that last year when Brighton, uh, Newcastle, and uh, Huddersfield what came a dog up. Fight. Yeah, and uh, Brighton, they they. They were the ones who finished top, and it looked like for a while Newcastle was going to run away with it, and then they fell off and had to play a playoff game, and then they, they finally were able to get in. But uh, it's it's definitely not a, a easy league to compete in for those top six, seven teams. Mm-hmm. And um, when you come closer and closer to the season uh, ending, that, that's when the race starts to heat up. And uh, I think whichever Premier, Premier League team uh, signs Sigurdsson, uh, wouldn't be surprised to see them transform him to an attacking player. So. Or, or uh, somebody who can play out on the wide with definitely, such definitely. great pace and apparent striking ability. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he, he is a good defender. And, I mean, Gareth Bale, when he was at Southampton, then at uh, and Tottenham when they converted him uh, more to an out-wide uh, mm-hmm. player, um, if some team is going to take that risk, I feel like, and just see what he can do. Um and another um, transfer, like you said, uh, Van Dyke from Southampton to Liverpool. I think that's going to help Liverpool's uh, attack. I mean, defense. Sorry, uh, it's going to just be. He threw me off there. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's well, he he did help the attack. Like I said, he scored the game-winning goal in the derby. He's a great header of the ball. So, but yeah, he's a defender. So. He's, he still gets his fair share of goals. He does. Off, off set pieces. Yep, exactly. Yeah, he wins header. And uh, that, that game, uh, that Liverpool game against Swansea, he threw in a whipping cross to <coughs> Firmino. And Firmino hits the woodwork. And uh, Lallana's right there for a tapping, gets blocked. And uh, what a win for the Swans. And uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll touch it's, on that it's, later. It's right now, at least at least for the time as it stands, it, it's it's a really happy time. South of Wales. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, that, that's why I love the Premier League. That's why I think it's the best league in the world. Mm-hmm. Because from top to bottom, that the underdogs can beat the top dogs any day of the week. And, if uh, Nottingham Forest can beat Arsenal. Yeah. In the FA Cup and just wipe them, at least till the end when it got a little bit chippy. Uh, really, anything can happen. And, and just to go back to talking about how close and locked up the... Uh, English, uh, the EFL Championship. Wolves has a, has a secure lead with 62. Second is Derby, or yeah, Derby yeah. County with 53. Third is Cardiff with 51. Fourth is Aston Villa with 50. And Bristol City with 48. And Sheffield United with 46. And Fulham with 45. Middlesbrough with 44. Brentford with 43. And they're tied with Leeds for 43. And Preston with 42. That's that's so tight. That it is. That's tight. so tight. One win, and you can go from eleventh all the way up to seventh. Yeah, and uh, so 
I mean, just looking at that league, uh, I mean, we, we saw Cardiff up in the Premier League a couple of years ago, and, you know, if, if they do come up, I mean, they deserve it because they've been working the tails off. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Leeds come up. I mean, that rivalry, they hate Manchester United. They, yeah. they hate Liverpool. I've seen a... And, I've uh, seen some undesirable films. Yeah, I, I think uh, <laughs> I think that's just gonna bring fuel to the league and uh, just make the league so much better if uh, Leeds would come up. Um, uh, looking at Fulham, uh, they they haven't been up in a while, and uh, if they could get it together, I mean, yeah, so be it. Um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Aston Villa come back up. They they haven't been up in a while now, and you know. With Steve Bruce, the manager, it seems like he's leading them in the right path, and um, they could do it this year. Um, Bristol City, uh, that that would be interesting to see them come up. Sheffield United, I mean, just teams that haven't been up in the Premier League in so long. It would be nice Decades. to see them finally back up. So, definitely, uh, we're definitely going to keep an eye on the EFL Championship uh, as the season goes on. There's, a, there's a. It seems like. Once you come out of the EFL, the championship, yep, and you go into the Premier League, and whenever you fall back down, yeah, you fall hard. Yeah, you do fall hard. And, and when I say that, I'm looking at Sunderland, Hull City, QPR. And QPR has been down there for a while. And Norwich. And, uh, Norwich too, and uh, I mean these were teams that were in the Premier League. I mean I wouldn't say they were dominating, but uh, they yeah. established themselves up there and. And they went right back down. And, uh, and and when I mean they fall, I mean Norwich is the 13th. QPR is 16th. Hull City's 21. And Sunderland, and this this, this honestly blows me, is 22nd. Yeah, I mean, uh, talking about Sunderland, they have one of the biggest stadiums in England. Mm-hmm. And then to be that far down, I mean, that's just... It's embarrassing. It is, and... Uh, that our fans don't deserve it, and I, w- I would love to see Sunderland come back up to the Premier League and have Newcastle stay up there and, and ha- have the derby between Newcastle and Sunderland just because they get so heated, and the fans really get into that. And uh, that, that's just what makes the league great when you have these derbies and just the fans are so passionate. And like I said, on any given day, the bottom dogs can beat the top dogs. So, And we've seen it time and time again. There's There's so many... Instant classics of these these derbies, Everton and Liverpool, uh, the Manchester derby. Yeah, I uh, mean even Liverpool, Manchester United. I mean that's such a good one. They 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 I, they, I, I, they hate each other so yeah. bad, and I don't I don't know uh, if it's safe to say Manchester United and City hate each other more, or is it Liverpool and United? I, I want to say it's Liverpool and United. I mean just when you have multiple multiple teams that have hatred towards each other and there's derbies i mean that's just what makes it so exciting anything with jurgen klopp on tv is must-see tv right definitely definitely um he's changed anybody who says that he is over emotional and too animated on the sideline you go fuck yourself all right he's i love it he's He's the passion that liverpool needs he is i mean he's uh definitely definitely changed face up up their game and everything and um their their attacks great. I mean defense, eh. But uh, they, if they could get a goalie, and I mean they, there's no reason they can't be uh, playing for the the league <coughs> title uh, every year. Um, what about you? I, I know we kind of got off topic there, but that, that's okay. Still a bit. 
Just about um, ten minutes of who, uh, the NFL talk. Who, uh, what, which team stands out for you that's won the transfer window? Uh, I think I think Manchester United has won the transfer window with the great signing of Alexis Sanchez. Uh, personally, because he's an Arsenal player. Yeah, that so that, that helps for me. He's arguably the best player on that team. People yeah. can debate him, Lacazette, and Ozil all around that. Uh, but I think he's going to do so much good in Manchester United. And then you get him. I feel bad for Mkhitaryan. So do I. I mean, uh, he was playing his heart out. He was, and uh, I mean, he, he was out of form and everything. And there's been reports that uh, he, he didn't get along with Jose because uh, Jose wanted more out of him defensively, and he, he's not going to give as much as Jose wanted. And I mm-hmm. guess that's why they had a falling out. I mean, he, he is a good player. I mean, what we see at the beginning of the season, two or three games, he already had five assists. And, uh, <coughs> the, I mean, when he's on, he is on. And so, not to downplay him going to Arsenal. Um, I mean, that, that is a good pickup for Arsenal losing Alexis Sanchez. They get Mkhitaryan, but I, I just Alexis is so much of a higher class than Mkhitaryan right. is. And um, it's going to be tough uh, losing Mkhitaryan just because he seemed like he was a nice lad and he got along with everybody in the squad. But, I mean, There's not many a, Premier League Armenian players. None at all. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I can only think of Mkhitaryan. There, there's probably one sitting around there in yeah. uh, Brighton. I think West Brom has one. Maybe, uh, I think he's. I think he's. I think he's sitting on the bench. Anyway, yeah. uh, I think uh, Laporte. This was just in today, so this is probably the the, the most breaking French news defender. we have. Um, uh, he's definitely gonna help uh, City's defense. He's I mean, right in. Well, we'll see how he adopts the pace of. Uh, I hope he doesn't knock Fernandinho out of a spot to go back to, yeah. to go back to our love of Fernandinho. Uh, and uh, Lucas signing with Tottenham today. Yeah, that's uh, a nice I four think, year deal. Yeah, I think I think that's a big uh, signing for uh, yeah, that's, that's, Tottenham. That's uh, huge for Tottenham. Reports were Liverpool were chasing him. Uh, Arsenal, United, Arsenal, um, Valencia over in La Liga, mm-hmm. um, Napoli. I think I saw that uh, his representatives were talking to yep. him over in uh, Italy. Um, you know, he's still young. Uh, in he reminds me of Theo Walcott just because he has that pace and everything, but he, he's a Brazilian, and the Brazilians are a lot better than Englishmen. Not all Something, of them. Something's in the water but, in Brazil. Um, <laughs> I, I think this is going to uh, definitely help uh, Tottenham. I, I was going to say for me personally who had the worst window, I, I was going to say Tottenham just because... It seems like when it comes down to a bench and signing players for that bench... Levy just turns a blind eye. Yeah. And he's just saying, all right, all right we're, expects, we're good. Give, give Sissoko uh, $30 million. Yeah, he expects the starting 11 to uh, just play week in, week out, and you, you, can't, you can't expect that of your players. I know they're professional, but when you're in the Champions League, when you're fighting to stay alive for a top four spot in the Premier League, when you're still in the FA Cup, uh, you have a lot of competitions, and that's a lot of wear and tear on these players. So you, you need squad rotation and... Um, I feel like, yes, Tottenham does have a strong team, but mm-hmm. I feel like uh, they need more squad players that are going to rotate in and give your Harry Kane, your Dele Alli's, your uh, Christian Eriksen's a break and everything. And uh, as the season goes on, these guys are going to wear out. And uh, 
just going back to the whole World Cup thing, I mean, I'd hate to see that happen to Harry Kane, Deli Alli, because we're, we're going to need them, the England squad. Just th- These are two of our best players it in the It seems squad. like that matchup is going to be Premier League A players versus Premier League B going back players. Going the uh, Belgium versus England. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I it seems agree. like the draw to that game is De Bruyne and Hazard. Yeah, Musa Dembele. Yeah, yeah, versing uh, Harry Kane. And Toby and Jan. Deli Ali and it's it's gonna be a good I game can't. and I can't wait for it. But moving on from all that, um, there, there's one thing I want to focus on and then uh, we're, we'll move on from transfers and everything. Uh, Jose Mourinho getting a new deal from United. Um, you know I know I'm the United fan here, but uh, <laughs> do, what, what, what do you think about that deal? Um, I don't think he deserves it. I mean, <laughs> it seems that players under him that have left, so Mkhitaryan. Mkhitaryan, yeah, I think he, he's going to be a great player. Look at Kevin De Bruyne, and he went over to mm-hmm. Wolfsburg, and uh, he came over to Man City, and he's arguably the best midfielder in the Premier League. Uh, I, I would say he's better than Pogba. Um you look at uh, Salah, there's another one. Um, so, th- those are like the big ones that you, that I can think of. And uh, I don't think he gets the best out of his, out of his players. And uh, that, that's what worries me about Alexis Sanchez. Um, we uh, He's a world-class player, and I, I hope Jose plays him where he he's best suited for that position. And right. d- during the year, um, <coughs> he's been playing Pogba deep in the midfield. And uh, I don't think... Pogba's a defensive midfielder. I think he needs to be more of a free roam midfielder, more involved in the attack. And uh, I think I want to come, not to cut you off. I think when it comes to Mourinho, and he doesn't like when players want to play where they want to play, he wants them to play where he wants them to play. Exactly, and you you look you look at Mata when uh, he sold Mata to United and. Uh, Mata was playing in that 10 role, and, I mean, he, he, he was the player of the year over at Chelsea, mm-hmm. and just the Chelsea fans adored him and everything, and then Mourinho said, you want to go? I'm not playing you. Go for it. He let him go, and and he was doing great for United, and then the rumor was when Mourinho came over to United, well, Mata's gone, but, I mean, he's been getting game time, and Jose seems to be happy with him, and... Uh, maybe they both learned a lesson from their time at Chelsea, and uh, I'm hoping that United keep on to Mata. Uh, he's not a world-class player, but he's a good squad player. He's mm-hmm. he's a player that you want in your team. He creates. Right. He's not a pacey player. He's a catalyst. Yeah, and uh, I mean... He, he, he did, he's like a... To compare to Tottenham, like a Christian Eriksen. Yeah. He's, he, he likes to... He can get the ball rolling. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he does. I mean, every time he comes on, he's always creating chances. Chan- things are opening up, and he's such a clever player. And uh, he's definitely not a world-class player. And uh, with the signing of Alexi, I don't think Mata should probably be playing week in, week out, just because a lot more people are informed. But he's definitely a player that we need to hold on to, and he's definitely a great squad player. I was thinking, with Alexi coming on, what's going to happen to Rashford? And what's going to happen to Juan Mata? And it's either they both make way for him, or one of them's going to have to wake away 
But somebody's making way for Alexi Sanchez to be in that starting 11. Yeah, I, I think um, with the form that Jesse Lingard's on, uh, Jesse Lingard's obviously starting. Yeah, he's secure. Uh, the, the amount of money you pay for Lukaku, Lukaku's going to stay on. Martial's been in fine form. But, but that's when he's one, hot, but he's that's hot. But one I think you need to focus on because Martial loves playing on the left. Alexi loves playing on the left. He played on the right when he was at Barcelona, but when he's been at Arsenal, he's been playing on the left. And it's not to mm-hmm. say he can't play on the right because he's proved that he can. And but... he can play out. Le- he could play left wing. But I like. I prefer him in in the middle. Yeah. On the left side. And I know Rashford likes to stay in the middle. Yeah, I mean Rashford's more of a striker, like you yeah. said, in the middle. And uh, I think. Um... Rashford to me, are losing out. Yeah, uh, with Alexis Sanchez, and that, that's okay. Like Mourinho said, he's like, I need to bring somebody in for competition, and that's exactly that's, what that's he's one way to do, do it. Is bringing a, you know, a top uh, flight player from Arsenal that are arguably blessed is is bringing yeah you're gonna get competition. Uh, hopefully, like uh, people are okay with just just subbing in and out and uh, the squad rotation and. And since they're under Jose Mourinho, if uh, if you're not happy, you can get you the hell out. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's his policy. Um, but going back to the original question, um, I, I don't... <sighs> under David Morris and uh, Louis Van Gaal, we, we weren't where Sir Alex had us. And with Jose... Uh, Especially under Van Gaal. <laughs> With Jose... <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't mean to bring that up. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I wasn't a... I, I, I don't have hate towards Van Gaal like a lot of United fans did. I mean, he, he played boring football and possession football. and played that, West Ham-esque football. Yeah, I mean, that... Park the bus once you leave. Yeah. Well, Park the bus if you don't score. <laughs> and that's Jose Mourinho right there. Parks the bus, and uh, that's... I mean, his ego is so high, and uh, that's what I can't stand about him and how he does what he thinks is best for the team. He doesn't play to his players' strengths all the time, what I believe in. Yeah, he he's not stayed longer at any club more than three years. He he gets he gets the axe, he gets the axe <coughs> and which is uh, why I don't think he'll see out this twenty twenty con- uh, contract. I yeah, I, don't I think, think so I think in twenty nineteen he can he can go to PSG. Yeah, he's been linked with him, and uh, yeah. he says he has unfinished business at United. Rightfully so. I mean, he's right. in the league and. Uh, I mean, it's been a while for United to win the league. So if he can bring the league to us, if he can win the Champions League, then I'm all for it and everything. I don't think there's a coach out there that's going to be as good as Mourinho. So, yeah, they they had to do it to fend off interest from PSG and everything. You know who's going to come back if... if... And it's not Louis van Gaal. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, if he leaves, Big Sam's out there. Um, <laughs> it's always yeah, you, it's all, you, you know you Big Sam. You only Big Sam when your club's fighting relegation, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, he saved you from getting demoted. He did it. It works. He did. It's wor- he, he showed it so many it times. Works. <laughs> yeah, he, he showed Everton. It. He showed it with Everton when they were struggling. He did it with uh, Crystal Palace last mm-hmm. year. Uh, that that's who, who you're gonna call Big when Sam. you're getting uh, relegated. <laughs> call him Big Sam. It's, it's it's hard not to like Big Sam. Um, but yeah, that, that's just uh. That's just my take um, on the whole Jose thing. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on it. Uh, they, they had to do it, and um, if he can bring us success, then more power to him. If, if I had my pick of manager I would want to sign, Pochettino is my man. No. I mean, 
If anywhere he would probably go to Real Madrid. Yeah, and uh, if, if um, Argentina his, and yeah. uh, South Americans love Barcelona or yeah. uh, Real Madrid. So uh, she said he would never, he would never manage Barcelona or PSG. Uh, hopefully, that's he'd re- he said yeah. he'd rather be a farmer. <laughs> tough Which words. is uh, very strong words um, towards Barcelona. I want to focus on uh, the uh, FA Cup of predictions um, since the. Uh, Manchester United and Yeovil Town game were played today, and then the Sheffield Wednesday and Reading game were played today on Friday. Um, you and I both, uh, we both predicted uh, one to <laughs> win for Reading, who who gets hammered by Sheffield three to one. Granted, the game was at Sheffield, but uh, mm-hmm. I just thought that you know Reading. Uh, their form was better. I, yeah, their form was better, and that they even though they only sit time. one place lower, their form in the last ten was way better than Sheffield. Yeah, and they they won the last time they were here at Sheffield, and they've they they, they just they they had <laughs> Sheffield's number, um, and they they wind up losing three one, and then you, you don't, when your when your only goal comes off an own goal from the keeper yeah. in the eighty third minute. I don't, uh, you blow it. Yeah, you you uh, <laughs> look at the Manchester United for Sheffield Town. Uh, well, once United scored that one goal, you, you knew the floodgates were gonna were gonna open, and they they went four nil, and uh, we both predicted three nil. Come on, Lukaku could have had that. Who perfect, scores? But. Who goes out of their way to bang one in garbage time? But hey, I mean that, that's gonna bang his, uh, bring his confidence up and everything. I Which mean, he needs. He does need it because at, at two, times two games he, he plays goals. like the uncle you have, where he talks about how great he was, and but he just he's we all know he's average. Yeah, no. but he's not. He's not an average player. He's he's so much better than an average player. But he he underperforms a lot. But I, I like him. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he'll. A great player for the Bounty National the team, and uh, we paid a hefty fee for him, and hopefully he lives up to that. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the games for Saturday and Sunday, um, Petersburg United versus Leicester. I I have Leicester winning that game one nil. I think it's going to be a tight game with them playing playing at Petersburg. Leicester, they're going to want to stay in this competition and. They're going to want to try to win a trophy this year. The Premier League's out of reach, and yeah. if they can finish top half in the Premier League, I think that would be a success for them. And uh, if they can eventually far in the FA Cup, they'll be proud. And uh, you, you have especially with, winning with one the new. coming of Ozaki is he's not he's not performing the way he should be. Yeah, he's I, average. Yeah, I mean, that's how most of that squad is. I mean, Jamie Vardy and Mares are your quote-unquote big-time players, super which stars. they are big players, but, uh, you know, I think they're not they're as back the good club as... Yeah. When they were in their prime. Yeah. Especially I mean, Mares. Yeah, Vardy came onto the scene late, and, uh, I mean, he's, uh, he's been tearing it up. about that goal he scored against Tottenham. How do you... Nine times out of ten, he doesn't make that, but, I mean... Yeah. Top 16... He he showed why he's on that team and why he's a big name. Definitely, definitely, yeah. That's why he was linked with Arsenal and he turned him down. Um, going on to the next game, uh, we have uh, 
Huddlesfield Town versus uh, Birmingham. I have Huddlesfield winning 2-0, and you have them winning 1-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're playing at Huddlesfield, and uh, I, I just think they're going to walk away with that and just do some I think Aaron will score. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, I hope. Next, uh, there's Hull City versus Nottingham Forest. Uh, Not- the great Nottingham Forest. Uh, <laughs> man, it did the world a favor. It would be great to see them come back to the Premier League. but um, I mean, they could. It's possible. I mean, two Champions League wins. That's two more than uh, Arsenal have. Uh, <laughs> I, I have uh, Nottingham Forest winning uh, 3-1, and you have Nottingham winning 4-2 against uh, Hull. And the next game uh, is MK Downs and uh, Coventry City. Uh, 3-2 MK Downs I have winning, and you have 2-1 MK Downs. Uh, this is a, um, as low as it gets. Uh, <laughs> So. It, it might as well be a Sunday league game. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it can go either way. Um, next is uh, Middlesbrough versus Brighton. I have Middlesbrough winning 2-1. You you have Middlesbrough winning 1-0. The game's at Middlesbrough. So with, with the home crowd backing Middlesbrough, I think it's going to be tough for Brighton. And um, I, I think I think they're going to focus more on staying in the Premier League. That, and that's they're going to the focus on, on trying to progress in the FA Cup. And I, I perfectly agree with them. Yeah, um, next is uh, Millwall versus uh, Rockdale. Uh, I have 2-0 Millwall. You have 1-0 uh, Millwall. Now, the fans sure know how to throw it down. So I think that's yeah. going to be a rowdy game. And it's at Millwall. So I hope. I, they, I, I think if, if the game is televised, I think I'll be watching more of what happens in the stands than what happens on the, on the pitch. pitch. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. Um, this is interesting. Uh, this next. I, uh, Knott's County versus Swansea City. I, I have an upset here. Uh, Knott's County winning 1 0. And you have Swansea winning 2 uh, two 0. Uh, why, why are you predicting I say that, that because. It's they're almost playing the opposite of Chelsea. Chelsea struggled against Norwich. They've struggled against Arsenal. They are a struggling team right now. They can be in third place in the Premier League. That doesn't matter. When you are in bad form, you are in bad form. Swansea's coming off a huge upset of Liverpool yeah. after Liverpool beat City. And I I think Right now, they're in a good place. I expect Sanchez to be a, a, a good part in that. And I, 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 I'll have him scoring the long goal. I think he is, is a great pacemaker. Uh, and he can, he can bang. He's not, he's not no F2 freestyle banger, but he's a, he can bang. Talking about the Portuguese Sanchez. Uh, that they yes, got not, not Davidson Sanchez for top. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I mean, he he was so good at Benfica, and uh, when he went to uh, Bayern, uh, he just didn't have it. But when you're 18 years old and you go from a yeah, team in Portugal to, to, to a top five team in the world, um, that's a lot of hype on you. So <coughs> hopefully he can uh, you know, rediscover his form that he had at Benfica. Yeah. Uh, the next game is Sheffield United versus uh, Preston North End. Um, we both have Sheffield United winning. The game's at Sheffield. I have 2-1 Sheffield. You have 3-0 Sheffield. Um, another game that uh, is interesting to me is uh, Southampton versus Watford. Um, the game's at Southampton. They're one point away from relegation. <laughs> the they, they gave my Tottenham squad a, uh, a huge surprise. 
because yeah. David's and Sancho and Blue. <laughs> And, but if Loris is in the goal, he calls off. Whatever. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't care. Like, and Watford, they got a new manager. They're going to be playing for him. I, I have a 2-2 draw that's going to lead to a replay. And you, you have a 1-1 draw on... Uh, you, you were predicting uh, who again on uh, that score? Uh, my man, it's Gabby Adini. Yeah, right. my, my man. Yeah. I, I think... I think it's his style of play is, is him and Ward Prowse and and Austin out front. There's the God, oh, they're so good. Yeah, and uh, Gabby Adini, I thought it's was a good signing not. last year for uh, Southampton when they got him in the winter transfer window from Napoli, and uh, he showed signs of being a good buy, but he just hasn't found that form this year. So, um, FA Cup, yeah, we we discovered it's, it's a good, yeah, it's a good. It seems like that's. The FA Cup and yeah, it's the, the Carabao FA Cup Hendrick, so, uh, is where people where where people find their way back to yeah. top flight form. Yeah, we saw that with Gabby Adini last year uh, when Southampton and uh, United were in the final, and Gabby Adini scored the goal for Southampton, <laughs> and uh, so uh, hopefully he can rediscover his form. Um, mm-hmm. The next game is Wigan versus West Ham United. I have a one-two West Ham win for David Moyes' boys. Um, I know you can't really trust David Moyes that much, and you, you're not trusting him at all. You're going no. with a 2-1 Wigan win at home, which a lot of people are calling this upset. They're saying this is going to be the biggest upset this round in the FA Cup. And um, Arnautovic might sit. Andy Carroll's out yeah. for possibly two to three months. Which was a big blow because uh, there was reports that West Ham were trying to ship him off and Chelsea were interested, and now there's another player that Chelsea can't sign. It in. seems like, and and to get kind of back on transfers, every player that Chelsea is looking for as a striker is extremely old yeah. or extremely slow. Yeah. Looking at Jaco for Roma, uh, they were looking to get Oliver Giroud. Olivier Giroud. There you go. <laughs> on a, from Chelsea, who's god awfully slow. Arsenal. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> from Arsenal on loan to Chelsea, Lordy. And they, I don't know. Peter Crouch, slow. It's, yeah. I don't know what they're doing. Whatever. Yeah. Maybe it's because Morata's pretty slow. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I think to go back to that, uh, the teams are playing, they're breaking down Chelsea because Chelsea love to play through the middle with Hazard. They love to play through the middle with Conte and Fabregas, and teams are breaking that down, and they need a target man so they can send in the crosses with Willian, with Pedro, with Hazard, so they can mm-hmm. have a Peter Crouch or somebody knocking goals with a head, because Conte, he doesn't know how else to play. And, it it uh, seems like everybody they target can score from five in. Yeah. And and other than Jaco, Jaco can bang. I'll give him that. He still got a leg on him yeah. from uh, his days in Man City. Um, uh, he he can bang. He can score from ten out. He could score. He has that Gabriel Jesus range from from mid box and top box, and he can go top bin as from any distance in in the box. And I I think he has a great leg, and I think he would fit right in. But it seems like that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I, I don't think so, especially with Roma in the Champions League still. and Who uh, were in the same group as yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, in the same group, and um, I think um, Roma can't afford to lose him at this time. Um, moving on to the next game is a Newport County versus a U-team, Tottenham. 
Uh, I have two nil Spurs win. You have three nil. Regardless of what the score is, Tottenham's gonna walk off. It, it, it's point. it's 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 good for Newport City. Oh, definitely. I mean, playing a top team in the Premier League and it's at home, so you know the home fans can come see world class players. They're gonna make a lot of money. And um, it's gonna be interesting <coughs> for the fans and even the players themselves. I mean, the the to have the opportunity to swap. It's, it's a great time. Or or. Deli Ali or Christian Eriksen or Son mm-hmm. or uh, j- just any of those players. I mean, some of these players in Newport County might <clears throat> never get to these levels as some of these players. Uh, yeah, and big news on that, it looks like my favorite back, Tubi Alderweireld, is coming back. He won't start, but but Poch has already said he will see the pitch against Newport City, which is huge for and, Tottenham. Yeah, that's going to be huge. I mean, not only for the FA Cup, but for the Premier League, and it's going to be great for um, for Champions League when you guys come up against a Juventus later on. Uh, it seems it seems like after the injury of his hamstring against the uh, the route of Real Madrid, where I lost my voice, I cheered so hard. Nah. Uh, it 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 seems like when they lost him. They got in a really bad way, and they're starting to recover from that and getting better with the switching out of Ben Davies and Karen Trippier. And Serge Aurier has, yeah. come, has been a star yeah. on, on the right. Yes, but now mean, he's out. Yeah, I mean, he's felt the void with you guys losing Kyle. Yeah, so as, as you were saying about Kyle Walker, uh, it seems like now they have a back problem uh, with what to do with Ben Davies and Karen Trevier and Serge is out, but you're getting all their viral back. And Davidson Sanchez is playing good. Yeah. If you just... Great signing from Ajax. I mean, I've been impressed by him. And, uh, I mean, he's getting adjusted to the league, so... But, I mean, overall, he's been a really good signing. Yeah. Uh, uh, and now they're looking at uh, Nariz for Ajax, and it seems like Tottenham's favorite stomping grounds to, to poach from is Southampton and, and Ajax and Liverpool. L- L- Liverpool love taking from Southampton. Yeah. But, um, Everybody likes taking from Southampton. Yeah. Uh, and them in Norwich, players. you know, and Ajax, they're just they're just giving everybody away. No. And they wonder why they can't succeed, other than Ajax in their respective league, because... Who the hell else is in that league other than Bayern Nord? Yeah. Um, uh, Shout out to Robin Van Persie, by the way. Yeah, going back to his boyhood club, man. I mean, yeah, I wish he, him nothing but the best. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's great for United. Uh, he's not he scoring won. against Tottenham. You know, yeah. living the dream. Yeah, he won, uh, won a lead title at Manchester United and a uh, great player for Arsenal. And, you know, he's definitely getting um, close to his... Uh, the end of his career, and so if he can get back to Fenenord, it seems like 2017, 2018, and in, in the ending seasons of 2017, soccer has lost a lot of uh, of legends, Definitely. club legends. Uh, looking at Tati, yeah. uh, Lam uh, for Byron, uh, Robert Van Persie, or well, no, he's back, but yeah. that's good. Uh, but the one that probably affected me the most, uh, just because in the mid two thousands and growing up, the only player I knew was Ronaldinho. Yeah. And how he finally called it quits. Yeah, he he was he was the essence of mid two thousands football. 
nobody is touching that the skill level he had, especially at Barcelona. Messi, Messi. Oh yeah, me, yeah. Well, I mean that's obvious. But other than him, <laughs> yeah. uh, no Neymar is ever gonna touch that. No, Alexi Sanchez. Nah. No Cristiano Ronaldo. Ah. I, I just inside the box. He me, was me, a maestro. Me. Yeah. Me. It seems like, especially this year, Ronaldo. He, uh, He's definitely not found his form, and maybe, maybe time's catching up to him. Um, he is 33. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Getting back on track. Um, Liverpool versus West Brom at, at Anfield. <laughs> 3-1 Liverpool I had winning. You have 3-0 Liverpool. I just can't trust that defense. So they're bound to give up at least one goal. But at the same time, I see why you said 3-0. Yeah, I see why you're saying 3-0 uh, for Liverpool. <coughs> because West Brom just aren't scoring. And uh, Alan Pardew needs to do something to get them back on track. Uh, the next game uh, is Chelsea versus Newcastle United. I have 2-1 Chelsea win. You have a 2-2 draw. Maybe, maybe this is where Rafa gets the Newcastle players exactly. on board. And, and he'd be like, we, we need to stay in this competition. Mm-hmm. We need to prove ourselves. And then we need to prove ourselves in the Premier League. And I think he is the guy who can keep them up there. I mean, he's a great coach. And um, he, he did tremendous work with them when they, were, when they were in the EFL Championship next year, last year. And so I think... Um, I, I can see why he did that. And this, if they do get a draw, they go back uh, to St. James Park, and that could light a fire uh, under this team. I think, as fans, and the legacy of, of Newcastle in the Premier League, that if you're a general soccer fan, you're a little let down of the performance. Uh, especially because of the years of Alan Shear yeah. at Newcastle and what you expect. Yeah, Because they've, I mean, they've been there they, they, they a long time. Have, they also have one of the biggest stadiums in exactly. uh, England. And, um, the, I'm the pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it might be the biggest in England. Uh, Old Trafford's bigger. Oh, yeah. And, well, well minus Wembley. But, yeah, uh, yeah, Wembley they, doesn't really count. Yeah, um, and I mean, their fans deserve it and everything. And, um, they do. They don't. They don't deserve to see their team come up back into the Premier League with high hopes, and then be fifteenth in the table. That's that's inexcusable. Yeah, and then uh, last game uh, for the FA Cup: uh, Cardiff City versus Manchester City. I have four 0 You have six nil. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's gonna I, be. It's, it's gonna be a wash. Yeah. I would be highly shocked. Uh, R.I.P. If, Cardiff. It was nice knowing you. In yeah, competition. you had a good run. You had a good run. You tried. But Man City and Barcelona are two, and, and Byron, are two dominant teams, or three, oh God, three dominant teams that, that are not going to be touched this year. Yeah. Uh, I'd be surprised if, if City loses their touch. Yeah. They seem to be in impeccable form. But Cardiff, you're, you're out. You're Dunsky. Yeah. Hepatitis. See you later. Um. So the last thing uh, we're gonna talk about tonight, and um, I, before that, I just want to mention um, if 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 you guys join us next week and the weeks after, um, this is my first time doing a podcast, and I'm pretty sure this is your first time doing a mm-hmm. podcast and everything, and so 
Um, this is all new. We'll, we'll get better as it goes along. So I'm sure there's been a lot of mess ups and everything, and it will get better, and it's gonna get exciting. And uh, I'm, I'm having a great time, and I, I hope <laughs> whoever's listening, uh, you're enjoying what you're, we're talking about. Appreciate and, uh, it. You can uh, you can reach us on Facebook. You can uh, reach Tyler on Twitter, I believe. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if you have requests on whatever you want uh, to talk about, I mean, you you can go ahead and let us know, and we'll we'll fit it in. Unless you're an Arsenal fan, yeah. Then you're, or a Chelsea fan, yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna get talked about. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'll spend my time talking <laughs> about whoever you know. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't mind going in, diving in, and uh, doing my research and <laughs> all these teams. I mean, I, I love the beautiful game, and um, I'll do anything. Yeah, for money. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 as long as it's not Arsenal or Chelsea. You know, I, I hate Arsenal because I'm a Tottenham fan. I hate, I hate Chelsea because I'm a human. Yeah. <sighs> yeah I, can't I, I just, I have no desire. I'm less about Ed and Hazard. I'll talk about him. I like Ed and Hazard. Yeah, he's a great player. Um, but like I was saying, um, the last thing we're going to talk about um, is our week 25, our predictions in the Premier League. So this is not this week, it's the following week mm-hmm. when the Premier League starts back up. Um, the, the first game I want to I picked, uh, we're going to try to make this a weekly thing where uh, uh, every other week um, we pick... Um, a highlight five. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Games that we want to focus on. And the first game uh, I want to focus on is uh, Swansea City versus uh, Arsenal. Um, what's your prediction? <laughs> so I have Swansea winning 2-1. to one. Nice. Uh, not because I hate Arsenal, but because, again, the spark against Liverpool, who is a fourth-ranked team, Arsenal is sixth. If you can beat a fourth-ranked team, I see no reason... By Fabinski can't come out, have a great game against Arsenal. And he's playing against his old team, too. So I feel like every time he has a chance to play against Arsenal, he has a point to prove. It doesn't feel like that with everybody, though. Yeah. Oxley Chamberlain and Theo Wilcott, they've had, you know, they can can ball out. If it looks like if if you're an ex of any team, you know, you, you get. There's an extra bit of passion there that you want to come out and be like, well. Could you gave up on definitely, especially Papinski. Um, I I have um a two one uh, Arsenal win, uh, and I'm adding a note in here. Mkhitaryan's gonna assist, and this is why I think Arsenal's I gonna that. win. Um, I, I think Swansea, like you said, they came off an impressive win against Liverpool. Um, to win one nil and uh, bottom bottom league team. I mean, I just it's I feel like yes, that is gonna ignite them and everything, but. You know, Arsenal, they they lost Alexis Sanchez, and Which you know I, I think I think they're gonna have a point to prove that it wasn't Alexis' team, that it's all of them. And adding Mkhitaryan, I I just think that um he's gonna fill that void, and he's gonna offer something to Arsenal that he didn't offer at Manchester United because I think Arsene is gonna get the most out of him. So I'm going uh two one Swansea loss uh, Arsenal win. That is that game is in. The uh, Southern Wales, right? It is in Swansea. Yep. Um, the next game I picked uh, was Huddersfield uh, Town versus Liverpool. It's at Huddersfield. Um, I, I have Liverpool winning two nil. Um, Liverpool lost embarrassingly to Swansea, <laughs> and they they have a point to prove that that was just a one off. And um, the the both teams um, d- uh, 
just the, they they play the same style. I mean, uh, David uh, Wagner, um, he, he came from over in Germany and uh, he plays like Gangnam Press uh, football just like Jurgen Klopp did and uh, both of them are going to be Gangnam Pressing but just Liverpool is a better team and they're just going to show up for this game show that that, that Swansea game was in the past and they'll make up for it and win 2-0 comfortably I think um, what about you? Uh, I have them comfortably winning 3-1 to one. Uh, I the only reason I put one up there is because I believe in Aaron Moy. Yeah. And that the the You're Australian. Yeah. The 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 great Aussie, the awesome Aussie can come through, you know, when he's on, he's on. When he's not, the team doesn't play well. Uh it seems like slowly, you know, he's been in bad form, which results in why they're in fourteenth place. Yeah. Uh, but regardless it, it, if he's on or not Liverpool's going to win 3 to 1. Next. Um the next game uh is uh Everton versus Leicester City. Um I have that being a draw 1-1. One, one. Uh Big Sam is coming off a 1-1 one, one draw against uh West Brom which is a, a great result for West Brom. Bottom of there, Alan Pardew's trying to get as many points as he can to save West Brom from getting relegated. Um, and Leicester they're coming off a uh, 2-0 win against Watford which saw uh, Jamie Vardy and Mars the two star players mm-hmm. uh, both score in that game and uh, Big Sam I'm expecting him to come out and uh, park the bus I mean, <laughs> that's what he does and uh, they're not exciting uh, but maybe Theo Walcott uh, will offer something different but I'm, I'm predicting a 1-1 draw uh, I have the Foxes winning at 2-0. Uh, I think Mares and Vardy continue to uh, be in good form. They're not in great form. Uh, Mares, I could say he's he's borderline. He's almost there. You know, you see a lot of uh, him trying to create, but then the, the, the rest of the midfield that are... It's something with the chemistry there. It seems like they turn the ball over yeah. or they let the uh, attacking side in and just ruin them. Yeah. I, I, but I see them overcoming that, and I see a 2-0 win. Yeah, I got the, you, yeah. the game is played at uh, Goodison Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Which is a tough place to play. It is, it is. Um, The next game I want to highlight, Um, you know... Um, uh, Must see like TV gotta, here. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you always gotta put in Man City just because of what they're doing and they're, they're, they're fun they're, to watch. Yeah, they're definitely a good attacking team. So it's Man City versus West Brom. I have Man City winning that off three nil. Um, City's attack is just gonna continue to be dominant. Uh, with now lamenting Laporte from Atletico or Bilbao, I, I think that's just gonna satisfy uh, 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 their defense. Um, but my my real question here is, will City finally be able to uh, have a full Etihad? And I'm saying a no. Yeah, and it's it's the empty ad for a reason. Uh, the uh, the average ticket price is a hundred and and three dollars. Nobody's paying that to yeah. see uh, a West Brom uh, versus City game. I mean West Brom. Yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. 
You, you can see it justifying if they're playing like uh, a Chelsea, a Manchester United, Liverpool, Tottenham, any top sixteen. Yeah, top that's 16. that's must see. Exactly, exactly. I'll even give if you throw in a, a Burnley. Yeah, because it's a great defensive team. Yeah, definitely been a surprise this season. So I, I take it. Yeah, off, I, I take it. Yeah, Man City winning. Yeah, I have a uh, City winning four 0 yeah. I think the citizens come in and they just they they do Man City things and West Brom. They're their fullbacks are just they're gonna have a tough time with Sane and uh, and Aguero and Sterling running around. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, then the last game I want to focus on is uh, this is an interesting our, our, our game. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you give your prediction first since it's uh, Tottenham versus Manchester United, and, and it is in Wembley, so I feel like I, so, uh, I feel like I feel like I should have the first. Is it your team? You're hosting this. <coughs> go go ahead. So. This was hard. Because I, 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 I didn't I didn't want my heart to interfere. And so I went I went into the metrics of it. And I also consider that Toby R. Alderweireld is back. Yeah. And he will be starting against Man United. Yeah. So that defense, uh if 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 Serge uh, uh Aurorier will be back, which I haven't heard a lot about that. Uh Either way, if they put Ben Davies in the slot, could go and fill over in that right back spot and fill the void. Mm-hmm. And uh, or, or Ben Davies, they yeah. are, there's a lot they can do with that. Uh, I think with him and Jan playing next to each other, it, that it's two Belgians. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like Belgium. it's just like they were raised together, and uh, I think they can lock it down. It's also a Spurs game, so Harry Kane's going to score. Christian Eriksen is back. Uh, I think he'll be back to creating uh, goals as cheekily as he does. Yeah. Uh, I've also seen Jan come up uh, as he did against AFC Wimbledon, and uh, I have. That's not much competition. Though. Hey, yeah, hey, look, he got his first goal. All right, you don't see Jan coming up that often, but uh, he made a great plays, and with Sun being in astounding form. Yeah, yeah. Let's be real. Uh, I have Spurs getting the uh, the W and tying it at one one on the year. I have them winning three to one. Three to one, yeah. Um, who do you have scoring? You said Harry obviously, Kane, Harry obviously, because it's it's, it's soccer in London and Harry Kane is alive. So, so there's there's a few things that are certain in life: death, taxes, and Harry Kane scoring. And so are you saying Harry Kane's going to score a hat trick? No. He will get one. He will get At one. least. I think Sun comes in and gets one. No, I, get I like that matchup yeah. of Sun and, and the, uh, the left side of the Manchester defense in midfield. I, and then for my last one, I think Deli Ali will be back to being Deli Ali. It's the anniversary of that great flick in turn. Yeah, it was a great team play. Crystal Palace, my God, my God. Um, Yeah. So before I go into my well, I will say, I will say, I I think uh, Lingard scores. Lingard, yeah. Because he's Jesse Lingard, and I I, my hot take, he's going to be the next day. He scores. He he scores big goals at Wembley. Yes, he does. So, and they're playing at Wembley. So we'll see. Um. Now, now, now that makes me want to change to what my goal scorers are. Um, that, that is a good point that you bring up. But um, 
Yeah, I, th I think I think a world changer. But um, so going back to Harry's Kane, so I did some research, not knowing what you were gonna pick. So Harry Kane's last seven Premier League games, he has uh, nine goals. Five of them are coming at Wembley. But in seven games against Manchester United, he's only scored one goal. Mm -hmm. One goal. And um, I, I did pick um, Harry Kane to score uh, against Manchester United. My, my prediction was a 2-2 draw. Um, I, I have uh, Harry Kane scoring, Christian Eriksen scoring, and then for United, I have um, Martial scoring. And uh, I said Lukaku, but... Uh, yeah, I should have put down Justin Lingard with them playing at Wembley. <laughs> he's Mr. Wembley himself. And yeah. So, um, Especially because uh, the last game, it was so tight, and it looked like it was going to be a draw until... Yep, Martial scored. Yeah, Martial um, scored in the 89th, or the 90th. Uh, it was a 1-0 uh, win for Manchester United at Old Trafford, and... Um, they're, they're, they're playing... Uh, a rainy, buggy night. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're playing at Wembley, and uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Tottenham wins 2-1, uh, but I'm going with 2-2 just because uh, Tottenham, so I look, they are seven wins, uh, four draws, and only one loss at home, and that one loss was coming against Chelsea, and um, I believe it was Chelsea. Yes, um, it was a 2-1 in the beginning of the season. Yeah, and... Um, They've scored 26 goals at home, only conceded nine, and adding Toby, uh, that's definitely going to help them concede less goals. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, um, Harry Kane and Eriksen, even though Harry Kane doesn't really score against United, I, I mean, he's just been in tremendous form, and I, I think he is going to score in this game. <coughs> um, it's going to be a good game. and um, oh, it, 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 Wembley's going to be packed. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it has potential to uh, break the record that they set at Wembley against Liverpool, which I didn't see coming. I didn't yeah. see a huge sellout at Liverpool. I didn't see Diego Maradona being there, uh, but he was for yeah. some reason. <laughs> I mean, it's Liverpool and uh, they're he play for watch. And, uh, it's Wembley, and he doesn't want to go to Wembley. Exactly. Um, Home of the national team. And then I also look to, like I'm saying, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a 2-1 win for Tottenham. Just because the last five games at home for Tottenham, they're four wins and one draw. So, I mean, they're in great form at home. And I, I just feel like Jose, he's a really good defensive manager. And mm -hmm. he's going to park the bus. He always parks the bus against top, top six teams. And it, it, it is a tight, tight, tight game. But... I'm going to stick with 2-2, two, two, but like I said, I'm not surprised if it's going to finish 2-1. Yeah, I, I mean, it. I could see 2-1. I could see 1-1. One, one. I could see 0-0. Zero, zero. Yeah. <laughs> because if, if West Ham proved anything against Tottenham, if you put 10 men in the box, uh, you don't score because nobody does when you put 11 men in the box or 10. Yeah, definitely. Because it's boring. Well, um... You know, that, that's all of our talking points for tonight. I have nothing else I want to add. Um, oh, I do have a, I do have my little bit of Bundesliga uh, that everybody was eagerly waiting for. My all-11, my all-time 11 at Bayern. Uh, yeah. I did this in a 4-4-2. Uh, it was simply easy, uh, at least with the research I did. So I'll start from the back, 
And I'll work my way up to the two strikers. Yep. Uh, in in the in in the goal, I have King Khan. Uh, great goalie. Eight Bundesliga titles, six DFB Cups, a UEFA Cup, and a Champions League winner. Uh, Manuel Noir. Noir, yeah. He uh, he's, he's got the potential. Yeah, he's to come at that. A run for his money. I mean, mm-hmm. hopefully that this injury that he's had for a while now that he can recover from and not see something like that. I mean, that's cut into last season and mm-hmm. most of this season. But yeah, I, I agree. All right, has stepped up in his place, and I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, but I I didn't you know Noir hasn't hasn't touched the legacy of Khan yet. I think he can. Yeah, I do too. But uh, it, not yet. Uh, and then going from right to left, uh, had to put Philippe Young, or Lom, yep. in the back. Uh, it's the only Byron captain to win the treble, uh, the Bundesliga, the, uh, the DFB Cup, and the Champions League. Mm, yeah. uh, playing to his left is Franz Beckenbauer. Yeah, great uh, center back. I mean, some mm-hmm. would say easily the best center back to play the game. The, the innovator of the sweeper role. Uh, won a World Cup, won the first league title for Byron in 1969. Uh, playing to his left is Klaus Augenthaler. Uh, Augsy, uh, been called the most feared free kicker of the Bundesliga. Uh, won seven titles between 1980 and 1990 with Byron, which mm. is amazing. To his left in the final back is Paul Breitner. Just a solid defender uh, off the pitch, had a lot of problems, but uh, uh, kind of George Best-esque. Oh, that's never a good thing. Uh, yeah, it's not. Nice. had his problems with United. Yeah. Great player, nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, kind of was the only left back who stood out in that role, so that's why I put him in there. Gotcha. Uh, the only notable thing I had is he won the 1974 European Cup. Uh, and then in the midfield... Uh, I had my work cut out for me with a little surprise on the far left. Uh, Robin on the right, uh, six league titles, four DFB Cubs, 2012 Champions League winner, highest scoring non-German up till this uh, month where he was overtaken by Lewandowski <laughs> uh, because Lewandowski is just a freak at this point. Uh, to his left, easily Bastian Schweinsteiger. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I should have wore his jersey tonight. Uh, and a lot of people probably question why I get his jersey. He's the only German to ever uh, play in Manchester United mm-hmm. starting eleven, of uh, the first team. And uh, yeah, I, I I agree with why you put him in there. <laughs> and he's even having a decent year with Chicago Fire. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> even though retirement. <laughs> yeah, league. yeah, he's happily retired. <sighs> well, in the retirement league anyway. Uh, when the travel with the. Uh, 2013, he won the treble, uh, won the World Cup in 2014, the league title, seven DFB Cups, and a hell of a Champions League win in Wembley. Yeah. Uh, to his left, Lothar Maltas. Uh, Maltas, 100 goals and 410 appearance. Uh, when he was in his prime, everybody was saying he was the best best player in the world yeah i mean i'm happy i mean he's very high praise not only was he great for Bayern munich but he was a uh, great for the german national team and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that you put him into that list i mean uh <coughs> that your list might have been a little flawed flawed if you didn't add him so, yeah uh, 
Yeah, I fig- I mean, I don't want to put Vidal in. Oh, definitely. He, he has a he's, he's not, you know. He's not a Byron legend. Yeah, uh, no. He's, he's an alcoholic, goal-scoring. Anyway, uh, I'll just leave it at that. And then, uh, I, I think the essence of when he came in changed the face of Byron when he came in. Frank Ribery. Yeah. Uh, uh, seven titles, five DFB Cuffs, a Champions League trophy, and he is most likely to win this year a record ninth Bundesliga title. That's it's huge. crazy, yeah. Uh, you, you know, talking about Byron, uh, just some of these players that you're naming off, I mean, it's uh, it makes you scratch your head just how haven't they won more Champions Leagues? I mean, especially Robin and Ribery, only one title that they've won. Yeah. And, and, and I go back to uh, the final when they played at home against Chelsea, and Chelsea came into their home and, and knocked them over, and they beat them at their place. And That was a very low point in modern history. I would have to believe, and but the midfield was clean cut, easy work to make. Up. I mean, Schweinsteiger was in his prime, and uh, <coughs> you, you you had an up and coming Thomas Muller, Robin, and Ribery were both a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll give Robin to his credit; they had the most. He, he most people cannot defend him on his cuts into the box. No, definitely not coming from the right. Uh, the ball movement. Impeccable. The skill moves that he can do at, at his old age. Uh, know, hell of a Netherlands player. Yeah. Almost, almost won it all. Yeah. But uh, if it wasn't for Spain. Yeah, David Villa had other plans. Um, up top, this was easy. Uh, their bomber himself, <sighs> Jarmula. Mula. Yeah. Uh, all, is he still the all-time leading goal scorer? Yes, he the is still yeah. the all-time leading goal scorer with 40 uh, league goals scored in the year. It's in that league where you have so many stout defenses in its time, like uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Yeah. And Schalke at the time was pretty good. Uh, Hoffenheim was another great team back then. Dorman. Dorman weren't yeah. what they were today. Yeah, no, I mean, they've uh, definitely... Uh, Jürgen Klopp, when he was the manager there, I mean, he, he definitely put Dortmund on the oh, map yeah. and uh, got young players that want to come play for him and develop them and uh, brought them... Except for Aubameyang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's a whole different mess. We'll touch on that next week or in the next podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, Mola, record-holding 40 league goal scorer, top league scorer seven times while he was there. 365 career goals. Goal for every day of the week. Uh, and playing next to him... You, you have to... Who else? Who else? The Poland striker. The, the, the greatest Pole to ever... No. Uh, the the greatest Pole to ever play for uh, Byron. Uh, Robert Lewandowski. Louis, 30 goals last year. He is now the highest non-German goal scorer... In Bundesliga history, he was the fastest Bundesliga player to score 100 goals. And then, who else can forget five goals, nine minutes yeah, against yeah. Wolfsburg? Last year, right? Yeah, last year. Yeah. Uh, as a sub. Yeah. As a sub. <laughs> Coming on in the 65th minute and scoring 
unbelievable. Five goals in nine minutes. That's um, impeccable. I couldn't think of any. Uh, only him. Only him. Yeah, right? only Robert Lewandowski could do that. So that's that's my Byron all-time 11. Again, Muller, Louis up top, Rivery, Matos, Schweinsteiger, Robin in the middle, Brittner, Argendala, Beckenbauer, Lam in the back, and King Kong keeping the goal. Yeah, I mean, those were some interesting facts, and uh, people are still listening. Hopefully they are. Yeah, please, Jesus. Uh, hopefully, don't, don't let my hard work go to waste. Uh, hopefully they found those interesting, too. Give I mean, credit I, I knew all the players you mentioned, but some of those stats, uh, I, I had no clue what they were, and so I'm, I'm glad you did your research and uh, you shared them with us. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I, guess, I guess you can call, uh, call that... Period with you talking uh, extra time with Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. I was definitely um, my extra time. Probably, <laughs> we should probably start calling that that now. Um, but yeah, that, that's everything for this week's podcast. And like I said, we're, we're going to try to make this a weekly thing. And um, I, I know we went over a, a while, and we're, we're trying to keep it a lot shorter. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying it's to all that. It it's all that Champions League or the cha- uh, English yeah. football. Yeah, league. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, but until next time, and. Um, Hopefully, like I said, we'll, we'll get better with this as time goes along, and um, hopefully you'll be around with us for the ride, and can't wait to see where it takes us. So, um, signing it's off for Todd. Signing off for Tyler. Tweet, tweet, tweet. That's your full time. <laughs>